Hello, this is Tanishka from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 25th of April. India recorded a jump in daily COVID-19 cases today with 2541 cases and 30 linked deaths recorded in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh while the death toll crossed 5 lakh 22000. India reported nearly twice as many cases this week, 15700 as compared to the previous 7 days, according to a report by the Times of India. This is an increase of 95% in comparison to the last week where 8050 new cases were recorded. Delhi, Haryana and UP had accounted for a bulk of the new cases. This week, besides the NCR cities, a rise in covid cases was also reported from Kerala, Maharashtra, Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, Bengal, Rajasthan and Punjab. Globally, covid-19 has infected over 509 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.2 million. Meanwhile, China's capital Beijing began testing millions of people and shutting down residential and business districts today amid a new outbreak of COVID-19. China was already trying to contain a wave of infections in its largest city, Shanghai, which has been almost entirely locked down for weeks now and recorded 51 new COVID deaths today. The Tamil Nadu Assembly today adopted a bill to empower the state government to appoint vice chancellors to various universities in the state, NDTV reported. The bill, which will take over the governor's power, was introduced while Governor R N Ravi was hosting a two-day conference of vice chancellors of private, central and state universities in Ooty. The legislation was opposed by opposition parties AIADMK and BJP. Chief Minister MK Stalin said that the state government's lack of power to appoint VCs impacted higher education. He said and I quote, by convention the governor appoints vice chancellors in consultation with the state government, but over the past 4 years a new trend has emerged of governors acting as if it's their prerogative, unquote. The government also said that the bill was tabled based on recommendations by the University Search Committee. Gujarat MLA Jignesh Mevani was rearrested today in another case by Barpeta police right after being granted bail by an Assam court in a case over tweets on PM Narendra Modi NDTV reported Mevani was arrested on Thursday from Gujarat's Palanpur by a team of Assam police after a local BJP leader from Assam's Kokrajhar lodged a complaint against him Yesterday the court had reserved its order on the bail application Mevani was charged with criminal conspiracy, offence related to place of worship and outrageous religious feelings. In his complaint, the local BJP leader had alleged that Mevani's tweets are likely to incite a section of the masses belonging to a certain community. Mevani told the media today and I quote, "It is a conspiracy by the BJP and the RSS. They did this to tarnish my image." They have been doing this systematically. They did it to Rohit Vemula, they did it to Chandrashekhar Azad. Now they are targeting me." Unquote. The tweets as per scroll.in had said that Modi worships and considers Nathuram Godse who had assassinated Mahatma Gandhi as god. Today, 
the Bombay High Court dismissed the petition of MP Navneet Rana and her husband MLA Ravi Rana, which seek to quash the FIR registered against them for allegedly resisting arrest over the road to recite Hanuman Chalisa outside the Maharashtra Chief Minister's residence, Baran Bench reported. The couple had moved the court in order to quash a case registered against them, saying that the case of assault of public servants was meant to harass them and deny them bail. The MLA had, earlier this month, demanded the Chief Minister to recite the Hanuman Chalisa at his residence on the occasion of Hanuman Jayanti. He had warned that he would go to the Chief Minister's residence to recite it if he did not do so. Among protests by Shiv Sena members, the Mumbai police had arrested the couple on April 23rd for threatening to recite the prayer in front of Thakre's home. Subsequently, they were sent to 14-day judicial custody. Navneet Rana is the MP from Amravati constituency in eastern Maharashtra, while Ravi Rana is the MLA from Badnera seat in Amravati district. A bench of justices Varale and Modak observed today that the two incidents, one leading to sedition and other for assault, were separate and that the petition deserves to be rejected. However, it clarified that the magistrate shall not be influenced by the observations made in the order and shall hear the bail plea of the petitioners on its own merits. Their bail application is slated to be heard on April 29th. The petition by the couple says that they were in police custody from 5pm on April 23rd, although the information regarding assault was received by the police after a delay of 3 hours at 8pm. They submitted that they were already under arrest at the relevant time when the alleged offence took place. More than three weeks after they were arrested in connection with the Class 12 paper leak, three journalists from Balia have been granted bail today, Navbhara Times reported. Ajit Ojha and Digvijay Singh of Amar Ujwala and Manoj Gupta of Rashtriya Sahara are likely to be released today and certain sections against them have been removed, as per the report. They were among over 50 people arrested for their alleged involvement in the UP Class 12 board exam leak. The journalists had claimed that they were framed for reporting on the paper leak. On April 12th, a lower court in Balia had rejected their bail pleas. Protests were earlier held against the arrest by local journalists. Various journalist bodies had also called for the immediate release of the journalists and a judicial inquiry into the matter. The arrests were condemned by the Press Club of India, which said that the state government was going hammer and tongs to threaten and actually arrest those media persons who don't toe the line of government thinking. Listeners, the panel at the Press Council of India is supposed to consist of 28 members and a chairman as per the law. But the quasi-judicial body has been without a chairperson since the last five months now. Cases are piling up. 297 cases are pending and 47 have been awaiting final decisions as of March 2022. To know more about the situation and what it implies, read my colleague Lasya Shekhar's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Headless for 5 Months, Cases Pile Up, Fact-Finding Panels Freeze in PCI. Listeners, reporting on the media is a big part of what we do here at News Laundry. We believe that the media too should be held accountable. To help us continue to report on issues such as these, subscribe to News Laundry, where we are accountable only to you, the reader. Head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at Rs 300 only. 
Russia's defense ministry announced a ceasefire around the Azovstal steel plant in Mariupol today to allow a civilian evacuation from the industrial area, AFP reported. The defense ministry said in a statement today that Russian troops from 2 p.m. Moscow time on April 25th will unilaterally stop any hostilities, withdraw units to a safe distance and ensure the withdrawal of civilians. It added that the civilians will be taken in any direction they have chosen and that the Ukrainian side should show readiness to start the humanitarian evacuations by raising white flags. The report said that as per the ministry, this information will be communicated to those inside as of still via radio channels every 30 minutes. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.